Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. We got Graceffo and Wall producing the final two hours. Seth Canner will have another update here in about 27 minutes. Also, Fury Wilder 2. Getting ready to go down. They were showing some of the hype trying to get you to buy the pay-per-view and Fury had women bringing him out, and he's like on a throne as a king, but the outfit really made me want to order up a Whopper with cheese. Then I asked Graceffo and Wall, hey, you guys got the fight on so we can stay up to date, and they're like, no, because it's on another network, and I, and I can't watch the fight, and I'm really, I'm really intrigued by this. I kind of think boxing is making a nice comeback. Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury have some personality, and I want to watch this. Gustavo, you guys can't get it either? What's going on? Nah, man. Wall, have Wall pay for it. He's loaded. Ah, he comes, yeah, you wish, buddy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a trust fund baby. Let him. Yeah, okay. I really wanted this is one of the few heavyweight fights I'm trying to think last time I really wanted to lock in and watch it. I feel like we have this conversation every time you ask me if we order a big fight or a big UFC oh. event and the answer is always the same. It's no. Okay, I I'll make it happen. I got some got I got some, some pull. That, that that's why I'm working 10 p.m. until 2 a.m. Eastern on Saturday nights. You got more juice than me. We'll call Mirage now. He's got all the He's got all the juice in the company. He's like the next big thing. He's like the, he's like our butter bean of boxing. That would be a mirage. God, this is going to be a good. Who came up with the costume designs? That's what I don't understand. Is it it's supposed to have a Game of Thrones feel? Is this it? Am I missing something? Welcome to 2020, Bill. Well, no, I mean, because it's not even Game of Thrones. This looks like it's Burger King. Taking on McDonald's. I'm not lying. With Tyson Fury's outfit, I am craving a Whopper with cheese right now. I am flat out craving that. So we will keep you up to date with Seth Canner and as we see things happening. Yeah, it is kind of like a Game of Thrones 
I mean, Wilder is just a, he's a big cat. Man, that's going to be a good fight. Good for boxing. Good to be back. It's a good thing. If you're just joining us, uh, we talked about Saturday being the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice in Lake Placid. The biggest all-in moment for Americans in sports. All-in rooting for the same team. I don't think there's anything close. We have thrown that question out. You could answer that. We also talked about the Astros and signs being confiscated in their exhibition opener. They had basically a subpar minor league starting lineup. I don't know if they anticipated heat, maybe wanted to test the temperature. But they're confiscating signs, and it's just going to get uglier. So what do you do? I know we've talked about this during portions of the show the last couple of weeks, but baseball has to do something. Jim Crane and the Astros have to do something. What do you do to stop the baseball avalanche of fans and media piling on? What do you do? Do you fire Manfred if you're Major League Baseball owners? You know where I stand on Crane giving back the banner and the trophy and the rings. So you can join in at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let me know where you're at on it, okay? What do you do? I it, This is just an exhibition game. This is going to get crazy. And I believe Major League Baseball and Manfred, because he made these decisions, they're going to tell all of these stadiums to monitor and eject and anybody going after the Astros, and that will even create more angst. You know, you're going to tell people not to boo. Oh, you can't bring a sign. You can't. Bring a sign. So you're going to confiscate signs at an exhibition game. And as CBS Sports Radio and the article from Mike Exa, or Exesa, however you say it, Exesa, he, he writes that the Astros showed an American League pennant highlight video prior to Saturday's game even though the Nationals were in the other dugout. <laughs> oh, man. Team mascot was booed. Players were booed during introductions. Microphones picked up a fan yelling, quote, he's wearing a buzzer. Mm. Fans... Taunting the players, I mean, it's going to get ugly. It already is ugly, and it's going to get worse. They've got to do something. Graceffo, you're a baseball guy. What should Major League Baseball or the Astros do to slow down this freight train of hate on the Astros? I don't, I don't know if there's much you can do. I think you just have to let time kind of run its course here. I mean, really, what, aside from Rob Manfred walking away or trying to go back on his word and suspend players, which you know is not going to happen, uh, what would you like to have them do? 
I just think, you know, the banner, that's turn you're the Astros, the Astros. You give the banner back and the trophy. I mean, they they feel like they rightfully won it, so they're not giving it back. Everything everything they told you when Jim Crane met the media for the first time after the after the after he fired everybody is they feel like they rightfully won it. So why would they give it back? But they didn't rightfully win it. But you tell them that. They feel like they rightfully won it. We are telling them right now. That's what we're doing on this show. That's we right. are telling them. That, that's where where the, the disconnect here is and why it will just, it, it's going to be there. The Astros are the story in baseball and will be the story all year. They will. I'm telling you, man. Because then if they're winning, there's going to be the doubt that they figure it out a new way. It was the whistling against the Nationals, which the Nationals changed things up and I know, you know, the road team won all the games in last year's World Series, but it's just, you know, part of me says it's good for my business, which is sports talk radio. Uh, it's good for national shows. It's I guarantee it's good for wherever the Astros are going to be showing up, whether it's KMBR in the Bay Area or they're going to play uh, the Yankees or Toronto, wherever they're going. If it's going to be good conversation and it's going to be about the Astros I said this when it went down if you listen on Saturday nights that I believe this is staying with the Astros forever forever if they don't do anything on their own and still live in this world of denial this sign stealing scandal will define this franchise for the next decade and beyond that's my opinion. Kind of the same venom people still have outside of San Francisco towards bonds. You get that venom from writers when it comes to Clemens, right? You get this, the so-called cheaters. Look at Pete Rose now. You know, say, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, I need to be in Cooperstown. It will stay with them. And people in Houston may not understand it. Maybe they do. I don't know. But this was a meaningless exhibition game tonight. And look at that. All the storylines. And that's not going to be, well, we're going to let the people get out of their system, and then they're going to get out of their system, and everything's going to be fine. No, it's not. No. Because what you just said, Graceffo, the Astros maintain that they earned that 2017 World Championship, or World Series, it would be baseball's World Championship. So we'll take, you know, is there anything they can do? I would love to hear from the audience. one 855 cbs That's one 855 Let's go to Sam in Oregon. Thanks for the wait, and you're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hello, uh, first-time caller. Uh, thanks for thanks for having me on. How are you? Doing good, my friend. Um, so I have two things. Um, one was I just wanted to agree with you about the Astros that it's just if they're going to be in denial of this, they they the MLB really needs to step in and probably just vacate these this win, take away the trophies and the rings because really nothing else is going to help the fans get over this disgrace on the sport. Um, that's one thing. The other thing was that 
we're talking about the miracle on ice. I hate to say that I was not alive to see it, but um, as long as we're talking hockey, um, let's give some credit to Alex Ovechkin getting to 700 goals today, only the eighth player in NHL history to do so. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you, Sam. And Ovechkin is one of the greats uh, to ever play, and I don't think anybody uh, would deny that. Let's go to Jeff in Dallas listening on 105.3 FM here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. How are you doing today? Hey, Jeffrey. Yes. The, um, I, I, I disagree with you. I think the Astros should keep their, their trophy and their banner. Um, I think they, the pitchers did great that year. Um, I think that they would have won it anyway. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Rangers fan, but I just, uh, think they, I think it's bad that they did it, but, you know, and the media keeps, you know, you know, dog poop don't stink until you stir it. And they keep on stirring it. So it, just, it just keep on stinking and stinking and stinking. So, you know, it's, uh, it, 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 it that's what's going on, you know. And, uh, so, uh, I, I think that, uh, uh if the media leaves it alone, they leave it alone. It's going to be all right, and uh, you know, and yes, it's uh, it's going to be hard on them, but they'll get over it. All right, well, Jeff, thanks for the call in Dallas. Appreciate you listening in the Metroplex on one hundred five point three FM. Let's go to Bill in Minneapolis here on CBS Sports Radio. Oh uh, yeah, uh, hey, how's it going? Um, I just have one comment about the. Um, uh, the miracle on ice, and then it seems like it's more of a political um, situation than a sports situation. You know, I mean, can you imagine everybody getting behind this, like, you know, this defeat of Russia in a political climate? It's just, it's, just you know, it's more, it's more political. It's more of a political situation than a sports. All right, well, Bill, I appreciate your opinion on that, and politics were a part of it. Uh, they were, uh, with the Cold War, with Russia, with East Germany, all, everything going on. Uh, the wall uh, in Berlin, there was a lot, it was a political climate. But also beyond politics, it was a powerful Red Army hockey team that had just beat them, what, 10-3 in an exhibition game. And as, you know, Kurt Russell, and I was watching it about, 40 minutes ago during a break when he said they would probably beat us nine out of 10 times, but tonight's going to be our night. And they were so outman. And Herb Brooks went against the grain and not picking the best players, but he picked the best potential team. It was an epic moment, iconic in American sports history, but politics were involved. And really, when you look at Olympics, when you look at sports, on the international stage, politics are usually a part of it. To the callers online, I promise we'll get to your huge opinions. If you want to join us live for the final 90 minutes, one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. 
CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is sponsored by GEICO. Whether you own or rent, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com easy. We have Graceffo and Wall producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio New York City. Seth Cano will have another update here in about seven minutes. Thinking about the miracle on ice, asking you the biggest all-in moment in American sports history that isn't the miracle on ice. That's a tough question. See if you can answer that. And also, what can the Astros or Major League Baseball do right now to calm down the tsunami of fans and media that won't give up, that's going to continue this fight. You tell me, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. And also Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Lorenzo in Florida. Thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks thanks for having me. First of all, with the Astros... There's really there's no punishment needed, no vacation, because the, the public opinion has already been decided. People know when they remember this, so I don't think vacating it doesn't really mean anything. That's symbolic. Listen, they were drunk off power when they did this. They were drunk when they won the World Series. They were drunk when they made the apology, and now they're sobering up and they're having a bad hangover. And the only thing to fix the bad hangover is time. There's really nothing they can do, unless they decide they want to self-police, but they've already decided that they're not going to do that. They deserve everything they get, especially when I see Correa go on two days after, and he said his words exactly, we want it playing, uh, playing fair. We want it fair and square. There's a certain delusion there, and, and I'm sorry to, to change it to this, but I believe, just to go a little politics, this is part of the Trumpification of America. Look at their, how they, they apologized. They didn't. They said this is a you problem. We didn't do it. We didn't help it. You get over it. We're right. We're right. And now look at the fans. They're attacking them every which way. They don't care if it's non-PC or not. You know, how they handled it is how people are handling problems in this country now. You attack, you get people backpedaling, and then you let time take its toll. I'm just glad I have a new favorite team, a new team to hate as much as the Yankees or Braves. And just to go out on one, I gotta, I'd like to think Jesse Owens in the Olympics um, winning it and putting it in Hitler's face. That's the only thing I could think that would come close, but that's an individual accomplishment. Well said. I appreciate your huge opinion, Lorenzo, in Florida. Yeah, I believe uh, Jesse Owens, what he did in Berlin. Think about it, what life was like, like in America for Jesse Owens, who was born and raised in Alabama. What it was like in the South, what it was like <laughs> the beginning with Hitler. And what he did. And the same thing with Jackie Robinson. I won't debate bigger moments in sports, but when America was all in together, that's the point with the miracle on ice. And that's what I'm asking you. And you can join us on 855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. Donnie in Fort Worth, Texas, here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Donnie. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you're live on the air. Hey, man, I just wanted to respond. Uh, thanks for having me on tonight, man. Enjoying the show. 
Just wanted to respond to Jeff that called in a little bit ago. Man, look, to say that the Astros were going to win it anyways, so we got to get over it, I mean, I, I can't imagine an organization being more cocky. I mean, listen, regardless how you feel about Barry Bonds, to say he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame uh, because, you know, even though he cheated, he already had won an NL MVP, he probably was going to get in anyways. So let's just put him in, even though he cheated. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, it, it, right is right, wrong is wrong. You know, uh, to, to make excuses and say they were going to win anyways, I think it's just incredibly cocky and, you know, it just really, uh, you know, now I'm glad that I'm a Rangers fan instead of a uh, an Astros fan even more. Thank you, Tony. In Fort Worth, listening on 105.3 FM, let's travel north to Wisconsin. Next stop is with Scott. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I agree with you about the Astros should get their banners taken back, the rings taken back. Um, I was kind of thinking that the other day about the the MLB owners maybe voting Manfred out. What do you think the chances are that they would actually fire him? And um, and I think it would be nice if Manfred would go back on his word and suspend some of those players. Um, but I doubt that's going to happen. But I would like to see Manfred, you know, lose his job because I think he's just horrible. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, a couple things about Manfred that you know reportedly sending out the memo telling MLB teams not to have their pitchers throw at Astros hitters uh, now with the confiscation of the signs and anticipating what it will be like in home ballparks when the Astros visit, are they going to try and control the message? You know, Rob Manfred, I'm an owner. You're going to say, huh? How much do we have to protect this team? It's not my team. Why am I protecting them? It'll be interesting how, as this continues, what it does to Manfred's credibility with the owners. Let's go to Dean in Chicago listening on AM670, The Score. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Bill. How are you doing tonight? Doing good, buddy. Uh, I just wanted to say I think it's ironic that Major League Baseball wants to confiscate signs from the fans when, in fact, isn't that what Houston did? Didn't they confiscate signs? Very interesting. Uh, a little hypocrisy there, if not a lot, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, as far as the Miracle on Ice, uh, I think that is probably the greatest, certainly the greatest team event uh, that brought this country together. Uh, I recognize Jesse Owens and Jackie Robinson, but I think part of the problem there is time. I'm 70 years old. Jackie Robinson broke the barrier in baseball two years before I was born. Jesse Owens oh. stuck at the Hitler 13 years before I was born. So most Americans living now don't remember those things. They do remember the miracle on ice. And I don't think that uh, their contributions in sports are any less than the miracle on ice. But like I said, I just think that the people who would remember that, unfortunately, are no longer around. And it's us younger people, and I can say younger since I'm only 70, that uh, we remember the miracle on ice. So... 
all I wanted to say, sir, I appreciate you taking my call. Have a good one. I'll sit back and listen to your comments, sir. All right. Thank you, Dean. I didn't mean to almost, you know, I had to hit the cough button there. I almost wheezed on you while you were talking. That's my bad. Thank you, Dean, in Chicago listening on AM670, The Score. Uh, we'll get to your huge opinions. Our last 80 minutes on air uh, tonight. You can join us one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Callers online. North America will hear you next. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, mine and yours. Crisefo and Wall are producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio and NYC. Cantor, have another update here in about 20 minutes. It looks like I'm seeing the scorecard voting. Are you seeing the same thing, Graceffo, that the last time I checked that I haven't seen it, that it looked like Fury was in control of the fight and Wilder was holding on. Is that correct? Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, that's what I, it looked like it was like four rounds to one and knocked down a couple of times uh, when I'm just following it on Twitter. Again, I'm not watching it live. I really wanted uh, to watch it, so they're... Oh, that now Fury wins by TKO, they're saying? Is that it? Not seeing that yet. I think... I think I said... I think I'm looking at Fury, Tyson Fury wins by... Seventh round TKO, as I look at it. That's what they're saying now. Uh, so I, I'd seen it like five rounds... Scorecard, so we'll wait for official update. That, but that's from the Bristol Network, and they're carrying the pay per view, I think. So it says, yeah, Fury was in control. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, we also have our huge questions of the day: 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Beyond the Miracle on Ice, what team has brought America together? The country. Team, individual, that's a tough one. Think about that. Join in one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. And the Astros, Major League Baseball, what can somebody do? Is the damage already done? And this is going to just be a hornet's nest every time the Astros are playing the entire year. Or do you think it will die down when it gets to the regular season? You tell me what Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, or Rob Manfred, whatever he can do after granting immunity to the players. Jimmy G, I'm glad we didn't buy the pay-per-view now. How long would that have lasted? Like 30 minutes? Yeah, probably around there. 35, 40 minutes? They're saying seventh round TKO. That's what they're saying on ESPN. Back out to the audience we go. Buster in Baltimore, Maryland. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hello. Good evening, Huge. How, How are you doing, you? Buster? I'm good. Um, I just wanted to comment on the, on the whole uh, scandal with the Astros. 
Um, I just wanted to throw out there that uh, I believe this these things have been going on for years, and just a lot of teams got away with it, and the Astros are the ones that got caught, and that's why everyone's making a whole big stink out of it. All right. Well, well thank you, Buster and uh, Baltimore. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, it's who it's same thing with steroids, you know, with and performance enhancing drugs. Who gets caught? It's selective sanctioning. And Rob Manfred in baseball, they misread this big time. The Astros misread it. Crane has kind of changed directions. You know, because if you hear from people in Houston, and we have AM610 in Houston, they don't have an issue with it. And there still are people like, just move on. It's part of the game. And the, Confiscating signs, it's an exhibition game, and it's the main headline. I I think this is with the Astros forever. I really do, unless there's some dramatic change in this narrative before the regular season begins. Let's go to Brendan in Wisconsin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, huge. Thanks for taking the call. How you doing, Brendan? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? Doing good. Had a boy. A um, couple of things. So I know it's the anniversary of the Miracle and Ice, and love the story. Couldn't be a bigger hockey fan. But that team wasn't. Now, you kind of posed it differently earlier. You said the last time that America was all in to win something, and then you said something different this time coming out of the break. You said the last time that a team brought Americans together. So. My original argument was against the fact that um, that team wasn't built, in essence, to as like a, a team that was going to go out and get the the, the, the the gold medal. The idea was we had a coach that, that was good enough to put a team together and, and what we thought was to try and fight the Russians and the Canadians and, and, and compete with them. But what they did was, was nobody expected it. So in my opinion, I think that the last time a team was put together in order to kind of beat, if you look at the women's soccer and their dominance in Olympics and in the World Cup over the last 20 years, those teams, and you could argue between the teams, which teams were better and which teams, you know, but those teams were built to win. Those Did we lose them? I think I think we lost Brendan, and I think he was watching uh, a cartoon at the same time while talking to us. Let's go to Jack in Indiana. You're on the Saturday Night Heel Show. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Jack. Hey, uh, listen. I've uh, I'd like to go out of the box over here with an all-in moment. Um, so I'm thinking that an all-in moment is when. Uh, a moment that transcends, um, you know, loyal team loyalties, a time that people watch a, a game and they kind of see the sportsmanship and uh, they don't really mind. It's not important which team's playing. So my moment, I have two of them. One of them is uh, Armando Galarraga's uh, not perfect game and the day after uh, with the way uh, his conduct with uh, Jim Joyce and, you know, the way he consoled the, the, the umpire. And to me, that's kind of a historic moment because, he was a below-average pitcher who had his moments in the sun. 
and he embraced uh, sportsmanship rather than, um, you know, rather than uh, being a sore loser. So to me, that was a moment that any fan of sports uh, should be proud of. And the other one is uh, Adam Greenberg, um, you know, R.A. Dickey pitching in that one, that one uh, at bat. And, you know, the whole country getting behind Adam Greenberg. And R.A. Dickey struck him out on three pitches, and, and they asked him afterwards, he said, you know, why did you do that? And he said, well, I, I treated him like the major leaguer that he is. Uh, which to me, you know, speaks volumes about both individuals, both about Ari Dickey and Adam Greenberg for, for just being there. Uh, those are the two moments that really stand out in my mind as sports being a parable for life. Um, and that's it. That's, you know, that's my... That's well, my, thank you, Jack. I, I appreciate your huge opinion. I, I did bring up Tiger Woods, uh, the comeback, and last April in Augusta, Georgia, at the Masters, and I think most of America and the world, they were cheering Tiger on. I'll tell you an all-in moment from the last five days when we're watching the video of the replays of the crash of Ryan Newman on the final lap at Daytona, and it looked like he died. And there was a somber tone all across Facebook and Twitter, which you rarely see. And people praying for Ryan Newman. And they put up the black screens and they told the media to exit the pits. And everybody was all in, hoping not to hear any bad news. And there was nothing. And then people start speculating on Twitter and Facebook. And a couple hours later, you get word that he was stable in serious condition and nothing life-threatening. And less than 48 hours after that crash, there's the photo of him in the hospital gown with his daughters. And then a couple hours later, another photo from Roush Fenway Racing saying that Ryan Newman had been treated and released. Less than 48 hours before, with the black screens up, with the media told to leave the pits, with America and beyond the diehard NASCAR fan, anybody with a heart, people all were in it together praying for the best for Ryan Newman. And guess what? He walked out of that hospital with his two little daughters, side by side. That was an all-in moment. Because no matter what we think of a sport, no matter if we've never watched a sport, when it comes to life and death, we all cheer that somebody can beat the odds. In the world of sports and in life, for the most part, and I will speak for most of you. But that was an all-in moment. That was powerful. Because you you said there's no way he can survive that wreck, which was like three wrecks in one. From the initial contact to hitting the wall to flipping over, maybe even four wrecks in one, to then just getting clipped at, 
190, 200 miles an hour on the driver's side, and because of the technology that was put in place because of the death of Dale Earnhardt Sr. on that same track, and even Ryan Newman pushing for an addition to the roll cage bar, probably saved his life and enabled him less than 48 hours after that crash to walk out. That's an all-in moment in America. We were all in on Ryan Newman. Even if you've never been to a NASCAR race, even if you've never watched a race, you were hoping for the best, you were praying for the best, and when you got wind of those photos on your Twitter feed, on your Facebook feed, or on the 9,000 channels, we watch. That was a little fist pump, a little yeah. Man, way to go, Ryan Newman. That's the beauty of sports to me. Because at the end of the day, I think most of us have a heart, have a soul. And even the comeback of Tiger Woods when he was hugging his son, and you're thinking about when Earl Woods and Tiger were hugging after he won his first tournament, or when Earl was there at Augusta. No matter what you thought of Tiger, yeah, Tiger did kind of personify what Jack in Indiana was saying about life. Divorced dad, made some mistakes. Fame got in the way of family, maybe to a point, and he got a second chance to be a better dad and a second chance that nobody saw coming to win another major. So, yeah, I think most of us were all in for Tiger Woods last April at Augusta. And most remain all in, not on a everyday PGA Tour stop, but all in that Tiger can win another major. So thank you, Jack and Indiana. There are individual situations that we go all in in America cheering for somebody. You want to join in one hour remaining together? One eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Okay, picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.